Hello, hello, hello. So I have one of my favorite people in the whole world, Lee Watson. And Lee and I are going to have a lovely dialogue about, we've been thinking about some questions as we have been creating this awesome course called Dawn of a New Man, Mastery of Your Life. And these were one of the, you know, so we're going to dialogue about this awesome question. What's our question today, Lee? What are we talking about? The question is, does it seem like you're living your life in order to meet someone else's expectations of you? That's a good question. So let's everybody who's listening, everybody who's watching, I want you to take a moment and take a breath. <sighs> and I want you to receive this question. Okay, Lee, say it again, a little louder so that everybody can hear it. And I want you, everybody who's listening, I really want you to like go into this question and see where it shows up for you. Does it seem like you're living to meet someone else's expectations of you? So, Lee, hmm. where does that show up for you? Mm, for me, I, I felt like when I was growing up, I was always doing something to, uh, get approval from someone or get acceptance from someone. Um, but then uh, looking back on it, it's, I wasn't doing what I wanted to do. I was doing what other people were doing. I was thinking what other people were thinking. Uh, and ultimately I, I wasn't doing what made me happy. Um, Can you give a couple of like concrete examples of how that was showing up for you? Like a story? Uh, I would say even the like the jobs that I ended up doing, I, you know, I was the expectations of me were to go to school and get a job and and get a, a well-paying job. And I specifically remember reading somewhere um, that you know seven seventy-five thousand dollars was was the the happy point of a salary, and. I felt like I was constantly working towards that because that's what I had read. And it's not, it wasn't based on something that I had said for myself. It was something that I'd read and someone else had said for me. Um, and so I was constantly striving for something that I didn't have uh, and working these jobs that I didn't feel like were really me. They weren't representing me and they weren't what was really making me happy. There were all these other things that I wanted to do, but I felt like, based on the expectations of me, those didn't, those didn't fit into who I was supposed to be. They fit into who I wanted to be, but not who I was supposed to be. That's based awesome. That's awesome. Because that's how, how many people, like so many of us have been taught that, especially around work, right? Our job, like this is what you're supposed to do and this is how much you're supposed to make and these are what the expectations are. And so you start on this path and you're not, and it's not even a path that you wanted to go. Like no one, you never, no one asked you, what did you want? How much money do you want to make? What kind of job do you want to do? You know, what is it that makes you light up and are passionate? No one bothered to ask you because no one asked you. You didn't bother to stop and say, oh, what is it that I want? Because, you know, oh. no one told you you were allowed to do that. 
you and I have talked about this before, the painting is something that really lights me up. Um, and I always thought about, you know, what would it be like to, to paint for a living or to sell the things that I, the, my creations. And there's, there are all these things that tell me from my, my bringing up that tell, that told me that you can't make a living being an artist. Uh, but those are, that's something that really makes me happy. And so why, why not pursue that? Why not put my time into that? But instead I found myself at a desk, miserable, wanting to go home and paint. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I found, so can you ask, ask the question again so that I can lean into it. I want to lean into it. It'd be interesting to see where this comes for me. Okay. Does it seem like you're living to meet someone else's expectations of you? So people who know me are going to find this very surprising. The answer is yes. You wouldn't think the answer is yes, but there is places in my life that I struggle to meet societal expectations. So one of the expectations that I'm constantly trying to throw out all the time is that I can't even admit it. <laughs> I don't know if I can say it out loud. Um, the expectation is that I'm supposed to be happy all the time. Mm. So that's a really deeply rooted one that um, I'm supposed to be this beacon of happiness. The other one is as surprising because of who I am as a holistic sexual wellness specialist and I'm, you know, everybody knows me as a sex girl and all these things. I'm also supposed to, there's an expectation that I'm supposed to be horny and sexy all the time. So those are two areas that like the happiness piece, well, you know what? Sometimes I'm not happy. And sometimes I fake happiness because I feel like I'm supposed to show up happy. I'm supposed to always be that beacon of like, la, 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 happy, ex, you know, exuberant parts of myself. And sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I'm sad. Sometimes I'm bitchy. Sometimes I'm just downright miserable. I don't have any, any energy and I don't even like people. There's, like, there's, there's these other sides of me. So that's what, and because when I don't honor that place and I don't drop into that space for myself, what happens is that I then I'm not authentic yeah. because I'm fake happy and I'm not actually allowing the people in my life. So this shows up more in my personal life than necessarily in my professional life. But in my personal life, I then don't allow people to really meet me and see me the true me and all the different forms of me because there's this feeling that I'm supposed to meet the expectation of happy all the time. Just like the thing around being sexually aroused all the time, right? There's periods of time where I'm, I know it's going to be hard to hear, but I am not horny. And, <laughs> and when those moments happen, you know, and everybody's like, so tell us about your sex adventures. I'm like, I haven't had any sex adventures lately because I haven't been horny. And people are like, what do you mean you're not horny? And then there's this whole thing around the identity of what that means. Maybe it means I'm not, there's something wrong with me. Maybe it means that I'm not, you know, I'm not doing all the, all the work I'm supposed to be doing so that I'm in this beacon of, of happy, horny Gaia all the time, right? So there's a bunch of stuff that 
So we all have, I really think that for everybody who's listening to really drop in for a moment and think, where am I showing up out of a place of expectation versus where I actually am at? Whether it's what I want to do for a living, what I want to wear, our, our personality traits that we feel like we're society or people in particular in our lives are telling us this is what we expect of you. Like, where is that showing up for each and every one of you that are listening right now? And it might not even be coming from someone else. It might be the stories that you're creating in your own head. Exactly. Like when you were just talking about your side of this, it very much reminded me of how I've grown to become the person that people can depend on to call about something. Hey, I need to chat. Can, do you have time? I'll put aside time immediately if possible so that I can talk to them. But then there are some times when I get that message asking me if, if I'm available to talk and I'm just, I've got too much going on, but I still say yes, because I've got that expectation. It's like, I am the reliable person. Whereas that's not doing myself a favor by saying, yeah, I can, I'm ready to chat. I've got to, I've got to honor myself. And when we don't honor ourselves, it's that peace, right? We're not showing up as our authentic self. So like when I show up happy and not really being happy, or, you know, you show up and, and have a conversation because you're the reliable guy, but you don't really are not feeling, you don't have the energy to do that. Neither one of us are really showing up and being the authentic version of ourselves. And so the people around us aren't getting their needs met anyways. We're not getting our needs met. They're not getting their needs met. No one's getting their needs met. And everybody's walking away unsatisfied by that experience. Yeah, it's, giving, it's doing no one a favor. It's doing no one a favor. So let's drop into another reason behind why do we feel like we need to meet those expectations? So like in talking about your piece around being the reliable guy, right? Like what happens if, what would happen if you weren't the reliable guy? Like what is it that you're afraid of or why you, you drop into that place when, even when you don't feel like it? I would say a lot of the times it's like when I hear from people, uh, when I'm getting those, those requests to, to have a chat, usually I'd say 90% of our interactions are those times when we talk. So then it's that fear of losing that, that relationship or that interaction. Um, or like something that you were saying earlier, if I say no, then it might be seen as there's something wrong, there's something going on, and then they're going to ask more questions and I don't have time for the questions. Or, uh, so it's like, it's almost like, okay, let's, Let's keep things normal instead of uh, it becoming something that's unexpected. Mm -hmm. And I know for me that that's a big piece of like, well, maybe I don't want to explain it. <laughs> I don't really want to go into a thing. But it's like anything, you can explain it in a way that says, hey, you know what? I'm not having, I don't have the energy right now to contribute to you right at the moment. Right. I love you. I'll call you later when I have some time. Yeah. When I can be totally present with you. When I can be totally present with you. Right. Like even, even setting up that changing the expectation to always being the reliable guy to being, you're still reliable, but you actually just don't have the energy or the bandwidth. There's lots of people talk about it that you actually can contribute to this conversation or this time or this time shared right with each other. Same with me. It's like, it's okay for me to say, hey, 
somebody's like, hey, let's spend time together for me to be like, okay, well, just so you know, I'm really bitchy. <laughs> I'm having a bitchy, grumpy moment, or I'm not a happy camper. Um, I don't need you. I don't need you to fix it. I don't need to fix it. It just is. Are you sure you still want to spend time with me? <laughs> Giving the person the opportunity to like say, you know what? I don't think I want to hang out with Bitchy Gaia, <laughs> which is okay. But giving them a heads up of who they're hanging out with because they really, at the end of the day, people want to spend time with who you really are. Like they want the authentic version of you, whatever that is. So when we give them the opportunity to lean in with us, they can either surprise us or they also can set parameters and boundaries and say, yeah, okay, well, no, I don't really want that version of you right now. Sure, giving them that option. And you give them that option. Okay, what's worst case scenario? Let's, let's, for everybody who's listening that's like, oh, well, that must be easy for you two to like set boundaries and, you know, blah, blah, blah. You don't know my life. You don't know the people that are in my life. They would never be okay with me saying no to them. So what do we say to those people? Hmm. What would you say to those people? <sighs> well, I think the first thing I would say to those people is I remember, I'm going to be honest, I remember a time where I was surrounded with people that were not okay with my nose and were not okay with me stepping up and changing the roles and changing the expectations of how I moved in the world and that likely my job in everybody's life was to be the, the person that held space and helped everybody sort out their crisis. And so I, re I do remember a time when I was like, okay, I'm not doing that anymore when I don't, when I don't have the, the bandwidth, the energy, the, I'm not in that headspace. And um, the truth is, is that I did lose a lot of people. I'm going to be straight up and honest about that. I lost a lot of relationships, a lot of friendships, and a lot of people out of my life. You know what? It was worth it. And I'm going to say that. It was completely worth it because the truth is, is that they were not it was not a balanced, healthy relationship. They didn't give a shit that I couldn't, didn't have the energy because the relationships were one-sided. They were toxic. They were soul-sucking. <laughs> energy suckers, right? As I like to call it, energy vampires, right? So yes, some people around you may not be okay with you changing moving from that place of what their expectations are of you to actually dropping into what boundaries and parameters and who you really truly are in that moment. But I lovingly invite you that it's okay. Let them, let them have their moment, stay true to your no and do what you need to do. And those people will disappear and new people will come into your life who will love and adore you for that. That will be like, oh, thanks for saying no when you weren't really present. So that I always know that I can ask you anything at any time and you will tell me honestly. I don't have to take care of you. Yeah, appreciating that honesty. Mm -hmm. Not only appreciating it, but it being the thing that they're attracted. One of the reasons, major reasons that they're attracted to your relationship. Yeah. 
you have any experiences where people were not okay with you setting parameters? Hmm. Not lately. Um, I think because of the people that I've brought into my life uh, recently, they they understand. They understand the boundaries. They understand when I when I have to say no. Um, I think before I never really had the confidence or the courage to speak up and and set those boundaries for myself. Um, but I think it came, you know, part and parcel when I finally had the confidence to do that. Like you said, um, I think that I, I had also brought in the people into my life that would understand and appreciate and, and value that part of me. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, yeah. So I lovingly invite you listeners to uh, continue to explore all the ways that you show up as an expectation of either society, your own internal expectations, or the people around you's expectations. And are they in line with what you truly want, who you truly are, and in line with who you're the authentic version of who you are? If the answer is no, then it's time to do some course correction. (laughs) They can't use it. You can get in line with that. Because we all know that eventually the downfall of living your life for everybody else is that you feel empty and numb and it's like you're on a zombie and you're on autopilot and there's there's no spark of life left in you. And that's what happens. And usually it then shows up in some really interesting ways in your life <laughs> of typically self-destructive, self-destructive uh, behaviors um, or blowing up your life or doing things that you're going to feel bad about. Um, like there's a whole bunch of different ways that eventually in order for the human soul to exist and for us to be like alive we we will break the mold but we will do it in some really interesting ways so instead of a whole lot of blow up drama chaos crisis the world is coming to an end you can slowly start to just take one thing one thing one area of expectations that you know that isn't in line with who you are and where you want to be and start to work on hmm how do i how do i change this how do i move in a different way yeah, because this is this is here to be experienced. This isn't here to be run away from. And this, but that's what came up when you were talking about self-destructive activities or behaviors. Uh, those are those are ways of trying to get away from something. When really you want to be stepping into this and, and enjoying the human experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like great things like you know slacking off at work because you hate your job so that you get fired. Another, you know, very often cheating, you're not, you're unhappy in your relationship and you cheat so that that blows up, right? You don't, you know, you, you hate spending time with your family because they don't, you know, they don't hear you. They don't listen to you. It's, there's a lot of judgment. There's a lot of stuff going on there. So you'll make it so that it's so, there's a huge fight so that that relationship can dissolve. There's all these ways in which our self-preservation will kick in 
and it doesn't need to be like that. So for example, if you're unhappy in your relationship, drop into all the ways that you can either improve your relationship or end that relationship without having to blow it up. You know, if you're unhappy with your job because it's not in line with where you're at and what you're doing and where you want to be, then take steps to go find that thing that lights you up and, and excites you instead of, you know, blowing it up so you get fired, you know, like, you know, we can, we can be, instead of passive victims of life circumstances, we can be empowered in our choices about how we want to live. Mm -hmm. Right. And I lovingly invite you, and this is a call out for, you know, all the guys um, who are listening that, you know, if you really want to dive into this and exploring, you know, how do I master my life? You know, how do I, how do I create the life that I want to have and feel good about who I am all across the board in all areas of your life, then I highly recommend you look into, you know, our course that Lee and I have co-created called, what's it called, Lee? Dawn of a New Man, Mastery of Your Life. That's right. Um, the details will be in the, the show notes as well as the, the description of the video. Um, so you can go click the link, click the link, click the link, take action. <laughs> you want more action? Take some action. <laughs> and if you take before December 1st, there are some uh, bonuses there as well for committing to yourself. Oh, yes, we have some commitment bonus, action bonuses, you know, like you really want to take action. We got some really good bonuses. There's like you get to take a, one of our one of the other awesome courses or and you also can have some one on one time with me. Right. So those are some really amazing transformational stuff for committing. It's, it's my it's our thank you for making the commitment and saying yes to yourself. All right. So this was awesome. I love this question. I love this conversation. Is there anything you want to leave our audience with, Lee? I just, uh, I, I invite you to come and find out how you can live to your fullest potential through the course that we're offering um, and get out from underneath someone else's expectations and start living uh, based on what you want for your life. Yes, 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 yes. So you can find it, all the details in the course and you also can come find us at succulentliving.com. Have a delightful day. It may be filled with everything you desire. <laughs> and if you don't know what that is, come hang out with us more. <laughs> right. Bye.